morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. Serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Friends of the show, lunchers perhaps, baristas. Charlie believes that today is one of those days. No, actually, this month you think it's just kind of vacation mode, even though it's only December. This whole year it's vacation mode. No, it's true. I feel like we said that in November. I know. First of all, I think it's just this industry. Yeah, but for a work week starting on Monday, it doesn't feel like a real work week. Maybe it's because it's kind of gray out there. It was snowing for a while, but I think more so the holiday season, once Thanksgiving hits, Right. And then I feel like all the way till New Year's, people kind of look at it like a free month a little bit. I'm not saying they don't go to work, but it's just kind of more of a laid back five or six weeks. Am I wrong there? Yeah. We're also both wearing sweatpants. So I don't know if we're a good barometer of whether people are (laughs) locked in at work today. There's probably people now on a ladder somewhere working hard. Text in if you're on a ladder, but don't do it at the same time. If Are you working hard right now? 855-282-8255. Or do you buy into this Chuck theory, which I kind of do. Buy-in. The buy-in Itch. is being good. That I think people are kind of ready for the holidays. Think about it like this. Now, our sales staff wouldn't do this. Never. But if you were a salesperson, right? And let's say you had a good 2018, right? You hit your numbers. Are you going to sandbag a little bit at the end of uh, December, save some of these new sales for January? Is there some of that that goes on? You know what I'm saying? Like I you've like... got a bunch of great hot takes, but you've been so Correct. good that you're saving them. I kind of save them for 2019 when the contract's up. You know what I'm saying? Chuck has a great <laughs> take, but he's going to wait till after the new oh. year to say it. What if there was a contract push in sports radio? Like baseball players start hitting home runs. Like, oh, contract. All of a sudden... Martin and Charlie have this like really tight show. They're like, all right, welcome back. Let's get to it here, Bob Costas. Bob, we got to run because Dan Patrick's in studio. Derek Jeter's on the line. Chuck, Chuck is the Kyle Loesch of St. Louis Sports Talk Radio. He just says <laughs> he just happens to have great shows, great interviews, great content and takes in that contract month. Now hold on a second because Frank got in a little bit of trouble <laughs> when Kyle Loesch kind of uh, uh, brought that up to him in the clubhouse. I remember being there and look. We joke about that. Were you really there? I was, was there. Awkward? Chuck was there because no, he brought it up. Kyle Loesch was cool about Chuck it. Chuck went up to Kyle and was like, hey, you know what no, this but look, about you on the radio? It well, is human nature. <laughs> that is human nature. If your contract is up, doesn't matter if it's baseball, basketball, football, hockey, or normal life, right? Everybody coasts a little bit, just a little bit. And it's all varying degrees if you have something guaranteed for a matter of months or years. That's why every baseball player, how many times do we see the guy get in the best shape of his life? Oh, my gosh. It happens to be your contract year. You all of a sudden got real lean and lost 20 pounds, and you look really good, and you've, you've rededicated yourself to the sport. Oh, my it's gosh, like it's your contract Cecil. year. This happens all the time. It's human 
nature. Why don't we look at the calendar? So how many work days are there in a calendar year, would you say? So 260, right? Right around there. And like go through days and figure out like what days during the calendar year we're not mailing it in. Because we've already punted on the entire month of December. <laughs> we've wait, looked at that way, week. Do not clip and save this <laughs> for management. We've looked at those you days guys are before mailing it in. I got people in the bullpen ready to take your ass. No, I, I mean just in general. Like if we're assuming that this applies to everyone else, there's December. There are those three days before Thanksgiving. There is what, the tournament, NCAA tournament, people are probably mailing it in then. There's I don't mid- think I don't think brain surgeons are. They're and like well, they're, those they're, are real let's jobs. Ask Dr. Rick. All right, there are people. Okay, he might. There are people. In, <laughs> there are people in hospitals that have important duties that are not saying, "Ooh, hey, look at Pitt. They're only down two in the second <laughs> half." I mean, the tournament's underway. There are real. Our life is skewed. Our view on this is skewed. Right, but the collective mindset of our country. From Thanksgiving to New Year's is more just about the holidays, is my point. It's about the Christmas tree. It's about caroling. It's about taking the kids to see Santa, maybe the dog to see Santa at Kennelwood. That's what we're feeling. Okay, that was off the books for uh, for this this five week period of time. And again, this is human nature. No, if you have a three year contract, if you have a three year contract, you're telling me that last couple months before that contract ends, you're not trying to be really good at your work. You're not trying to really produce. Put out some good content, whatever it is. Well, I haven't been Come able. On now. I got to say, on the TV side, you know I'm right. No, I have not been able to tell when your deal's almost up because you don't. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen you like <laughs> dial it up. All of a sudden, Charlie's like, I have this tremendous piece that is going to rival Frank when it comes to the Emmys. I know he's got that kid who's, you know, about to die making free throws. Oh, but, okay. but Charlie's going to rival. I have a kid seen... who's about to die making free throws. Oh, That's I'm a sorry. Frank feature. That sounded horrible. Now. It's, it's Drop out of that Emmy ish. <laughs> hey, look at that resume winning. tape. When I sent in the resume Correct. tape to Fox That's the 2, last time you tried. it looked like I was a really good employee that was really creative, really tried hard, and I tricked you, boy. I was going to say, Jess, please. Ten years. Jess. <laughs> Ten years of trickery. Jess, please contact me because we need to talk about this. It's called the big trick. Charlie does it. Kyle Loesch did it. Do you think Loesch would like serve up like six homers, walk by Mo, and say, Gotcha. Don't you think Kyle Loesch? 20 weeks and counting. <laughs> look, I'm a Kyle Loesch lobbyist because if you Loesch. look at his career, he had the weird year and a half. He got beamed when he was trying to bunt. It messed up his whole season and a half. He was actually damn good here yeah. for what, four oh, or five absolutely. years? Absolutely. All right, next topic. <laughs> what is our next topic? That's a great what You usually do that, and I'm like, all right, moving on. And well, if there's an awkward pause, I feel like it's better to say that. Than just live in the awkwardness. Well, we're in we're in this we're in this narrow window here. I've told Chuck one of my favorite things about survive? him on the radio is his his radio transparency. He'll actually say, "We just got to kill time before something," and that's true. We got five minutes. Well, we're in a Javon narrow Bass. window no? because Javon okay. Best is about to join us. The Billiken uh, guard, eighteen points the other day, huge win, great game at the Shave. We'll break of it course. down with him. I'm being honest when I say this, though. Now you can pretend. You can be on a radio station and pretend that there's always a lot to talk about. That's not true. I think our listeners appreciate us kind of being normal people and telling them sometimes when we're just trying to create some content. I think they actually appreciate the honesty. Sure. As opposed to, let's try to pretend like talking about this topic is really interesting to us. I like Alabama up front. Exactly. I think what they're going to do with their front seven is exactly. really gonna, we don't do that. I Should can't name hardly any line? players on some of these Should teams. we read text? Yeah. And, and that's the Frank move, is we read text if you got to fill Yeah, when time. there's like, Frank's like, okay, joining us now. He's not ready? Okay, Brian, what's on the text line? Hoff's like, well, I just ran to see if the guest was calling in. 855 282 
55, is Chuck correct? Or are you working hard this month? Give us your honest feedback. Well, Rob Dibble's butt feedback. tattoo says he's working hard in a brown truck. Maybe he's a delivery So UPS? Okay. UPS. Catfish. Uh, UPS, true or false? They only make right turns all day long. It's part of their uh, logistics. Um, really? Catfish t- says. Look it up. End of the day. Catfish says, funny, I'm on a high lift today, boys. So he actually has a serious job where he has to be on his game. He's on the lift, right? You can't you can't mail it in. Yeah, so that's why I don't want to give in to the Charlie narrative because there are a lot of fine folks out there. That's why we say hello to the workers who are working hard. Our job is to merely pull you through, get you to 1 o'clock. That's our job. And again, you're the elitist. Correct. I'm the blue-collar Toledo worker guy. That's how this show works, okay? Yeah. You're the elitist. I'm the blue-collar guy. Did Kareem Hunt go to Toledo? No, he went, he's, uh, he's from... He, well, uh, yes, he went no, he to Toledo. I mean, he didn't even go to no. class, so I mean, that doesn't count. <laughs> no, I looked it up. He's from Willoughby. Willoughby, Ohio. Cradle. You said Willoughby as if we knew where that was. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm guessing it's Cleveland area. Okay. <laughs> sure, so am I. So you looked it up, but you didn't really take the next step. <laughs> Correct. That's what I did. see where it was. I do one thing. That was half a Strickopedia. Hey, where is he from? Willoughby, Ohio. Oh, where's that? Um, It's probably near Cleveland. <laughs> I'm guessing Northeast Ohio. I need to look it up now for the end of the day. At will be part of the end of the day. One of our great sponsors is, of course, Fast Eddie's. Doors open in Alton at 1 o'clock. And as Charlie pointed out, nobody's working too hard. When you want to just hang out, great place to go. Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois. He sent me that picture the other day. He was outside the bar, Sloppy Joe's, that you were talking about. Key West, baby. In Key West. I love the idea. If you're the owner at Fast Eddie's, you go out of town, you do a little research. Check out other bars and restaurants. See what they're doing right. We know what they're doing right at Fast Eddie's, and that is serving great food at a low price. Half-pound burger costs you a couple of bucks. That's it. Peel and eat shrimp, basket of fries. The menu has been the same for years. The pricing hasn't changed much. Stop by and see them. Doors opening at 1. On the weekends, they're open at 11 a.m., seven days a week. They've always got music going. It's always festive. And because it is the holiday mood right now, Chuck, it's that time of year. Chill out at Alt in Alton. At Fast Eddie's Bonaire. How about this? Text line 855-282-8255. Charlie has it correct. I always have three weeks of vacation to take and starting at Thanksgiving. I either work three or four days until the end of the year. I do nothing. That's from Driver Joe, my guy. But then this person says, 314, I sell booze. So this is our busiest month of the year. 100%. That's from Plowsy's Dog Guy. So there are a lot of people whose work is holiday related, but it means... It's busier. Okay, but I'm not saying necessarily not you're not you. going to work. For example, you're taking some vacation days. So you have a working, holiday party. You're just not all there. You know what I'm saying? You got the holiday party on a Friday. Maybe your boss gives you a half day. It's just the the holiday season. I feel like it's just a little bit. It's a little slower, right? You have a little more fun, and you just kind of appreciate the music and the good Christmas spirits. tree and the spirit. You're in good spirits. Then you get to January, you realize you spent too much money, you drank too much, you need to lose weight, but that's coming later. Correct. You put enjoy, that off. Enjoy the ride. That 100%. Is, that is the same. Life is a journey, not a destination. Iron sharpens iron? Iron sharpens iron. How about that? Uh, John Rothstein, who writes about college basketball, Charlie, says Javon Bess is the best perimeter defender in the country. In fact, Travis Ford postgame on Saturday said, I know it's my guy, to be fair. He didn't say to be fair. I wish he would have. He said, I love him. He's my guy, but I think he's the best defender in the country. That's the kind of guy we're talking about. We'll talk some Billiken basketball in just a little bit. The Brewery Lights also up and running this time of year when you're just enjoying your life, Chuck. 
go down to AB Brewery Lights. How fun is that? Kenny Wallace has checked it out. You know it's fun if he went there. 100% with the kids. They got the movies playing, Frosty the Snowman. Have a couple beers. Check out the lights. It's a fantastic uh, time of the year. Brewery Lights, AB puts that out every single year. Texters at 855-282-8255. Are you working hard this time of year? Yes or no? It's real simple. Now, here we go. See, this is not what I meant, and now we're getting texts like this, which is not what I meant, of course. Jimmy D says, hey, boys, as an ex-15-year police officer, let's never forget the men and women who never take a day off our police, firefighters, and EMS stay safe. And, of course, we all appreciate and acknowledge that. All right, let's talk some Billiken basketball. Javon Best, the senior guard, joining us here on 590 The Fan, Martin and Charlie. Javon, welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? Uh, I am good. So how long after the game did it take before you found out? Your coach said you're the best defender in the country. Coaches typically try and beat their guys into the ground. They don't want them to feel too good. <laughs> did, did you hear that Coach Ford said that? Yeah, somebody told me. Somebody had texted me and said that to me that was watching the game. Uh, so it was probably about an hour after the game. So, Javon, do you enjoy playing defense? Because I'm wondering, growing up, everybody likes to have the ball, to shoot, to play offense, even at practice. It's more fun to do the drills, shooting drills, layup drills. Defense is hard. It's not really fun. But do you get a lot of uh, satisfaction and take pride in shutting other people down? Yeah, I do. It's fun for me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if a lot of people say that, but for me, it's fun. Like, ever since I was younger, it's always been like an emphasis on my game. I always knew, like, I always wanted to, like, take on that challenge of being able to, you know, guard the opposing team's best player. And it, it don't take too much skill. It's more of a heart thing. Like, you know, people may not be able to shoot, dribble, or pass, but defense is something that everybody has the ability to do. And I'm wondering how much of that can take away, it can take away from the other side of the game. I'm watching on Saturday, uh, and I don't know what you had at halftime, but I'm telling a friend of mine, I said, you watch. I said, Bass will end up being the highest score. He always leads him in scoring. Just, it kind of works out that way, and you did with your 18 heated up in the second half, but when you're playing all out D, especially when you get a premier guy like Ball when they tell you to shut down, does it ever affect the other side of it? Is it sometimes where you're like giving it all on one end and you're like, man, I don't know if I'm going to score today? Uh, I don't think so. I really don't get into too much to the scoring thing. I, I try to just really let the game come to me. You know, honestly, I try not to go out there and just try to look for points because throughout the, throughout the game, like, I mean, I was telling one of my other players, younger players, is like, if, if the moment you're on the court, the more the ball's going to find, you're going to be in spots where you may get an easy layup. You're going to get a wide-open shot. So I never try to I never try to find my own shot offensively. I always just let the game come to me. Javon, as a, as a team, as a player, how much energy do you draw from a great home crowd like you guys had on Saturday? Does that really make an impact and in, in bring an energy to you guys? Yeah, man, that was huge. That was huge. I was very excited. Every We all was excited when we went out there. To, for the first warm-up, we've seen a lot of people there. Usually the first warm-up, not too many people are out there, so... We, we knew it was going to be packed, and it just brought energy. It just brought us energy, you know, for us to go out there and play hard for them. Yeah, and f- instead of the fans storming the court, you guys stormed the fans after the game. I hadn't seen that. How did that? Was that impromptu? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we do that, though. We pretty much go over there. You know, there's just so many fans there that it may have seemed like that, but most home games that we win, we'll go over there. and we have a student section, we'll go over there and, uh, you know, just kind of, like, get excited with the fans a little bit after the game. And, like I said, with so many students there today, it just seemed like that. But we do that every uh, home game. Yeah, and as a guy who came here with Travis Ford the first year, you sat out coming over from Michigan State, and then last year wasn't a great year. What was your vision? Why? I mean, obviously, Saturday you're probably thinking, this is why I came here. Take us back to that process. Why did you commit? Why did you say to Coach Ford, all right, I think it's going to make work. I think we'll turn it around by the time I'm a senior. 
Oh, yeah, just because of the relationship I built with Coach Ford in that short period of time, you know, it just felt genuine. And then Coach Bailey also, because Will Bailey, he was the one who kind of was the head recruitment on me. So, and then even build my relationship with the other coaches, it just it just seemed so like a tight fit family environment that I wanted to be a part of, you know, and I, and I felt like Coach Ford would be able to get the best out of me. And coaches said that at 6 a.m., he said, you want to find this kid every day, Shafe, it's 6 a.m., Ever any day where you're like, ah, oh, man, I, I went early yesterday. You know, I think I'll do Like, if Charlie were there, he would just skip a couple days in a row. That's if, fair. How tough, and it starts to get a little colder, it's a little harder to get up. Have you been doing this for years? Yeah, i actually been doing this since I can remember. Like, even in high school, my senior year in high school, I was I worked out in the morning before school. So, that's just, it's just something that's that's natural for me. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say everybody would have to do it, just but it's just for me. I just feel good being able to get up and get a workout in and then having the rest of my day you know, to either go back or be like, okay, I got my work in today. So it's just something that that's just natural for me. Some days I do. Some, I'm not going to lie. Some days I do. I may sleep in or something, or I go back <laughs> later in the day rather than six. But for the most part, I'm already up, so I like to go get my work in early. So, Javon, let's go back a couple years first here. I'm just checking your bio. How does a How does a guy from Columbus, Ohio, the heart of Buckeye country, end up at Michigan State first? Um, Ohio State, really, I think they had – um, they had a lot of recruits early. Like I probably didn't, I really didn't hit the scene until my the end of like going into my senior years when I kind of I won't say blew up, but that's where I got most of my um, offers from, especially from the bigger schools. Was was going into my that summer, going into my senior year, and they already had a few guys that were committed that played my position too. They already had a few guys that was committed there, so you know it was that's just how that worked out. And also, are you still a communications major? Do you want to do any type of broadcasting or anything like that after basketball, after a, a pro career, of course? Uh, I ended up getting my uh, bachelor's in, in uh, sociology, and now I'm, I'm in this master's program for organizational leadership. I think when I'm done playing, I, I probably would want to get into broadcasting or something like that or coaching. You know, coaching would probably be my number one choice when I'm done playing. Yeah, get into get into an honest and be a coach. Don't get into broadcast. We'll, we'll, we'll count. <laughs> now you know now, Charlie over here is a Toledo guy. He was there on Saturday watching the Buckeyes. So if you grow up in Columbus, even if you don't go to school there, born and bred, were you a Buckeye fan on every Saturday? Oh, oh huge, huge. Like to be honest, I really wasn't even a basketball Ohio State basketball fan. I always was a football guy growing up. Like even in high school, probably to, to my junior year, till I really just focused on basketball. But I've always been an Ohio State football fan. I was a little hurt by the, the sixth seed. I feel like the kid have got fifth, but, you know. <laughs> here, here. I've always been an Ohio State football fan. And, Javon, the rest of the way, big expectations for this team. What's your hope for uh, 2019? What are you hoping this team can do? We just keep getting better every day. Like I said, it's a process. You know, we've made strides since uh, the SEMO game, our first game, but we still have a long way to go. We still feel like we could have – had a lot of things we could have did better in that game. And, you know, we still got a big a big uh, schedule here in December. You know, we got Oregon State and SIUC, Florida State, Houston. So we got a lot of teams to prepare for. And then going to 2019, we want to win a championship. So, Javon, you've been on an NCAA tournament team before at Michigan State. When when you're practicing with these guys, you're playing with, with SLU here, does this team have the makeup to, to be a team that can make the big dance? I, I think so. I, I definitely think so. This team, we I feel like we we have everything we need. You know, like I said, the biggest thing for us right now is just just keep coming together and keep making strides and gelling because we have a really a new team. You know, me, DJ, and and Jordan and Hassan are really the only ones back from last year. So we got a new team, but we got so many good skilled players that 
it's just going to take a little bit more time to where we're actually playing like we did on, on Saturday every single game. And you know, it's weird. There were a couple of shot clock violations. They're real late in the possession where you guys had to kind of chuck it up there. And I just wondered, mm-hmm. that's the loudest it's been all year. I wondered if the crowd was so loud at times, you guys weren't mm-hmm. even able to communicate. Hey, dude, shoot. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that that did happen. I remember in the first half, I think I passed the house in the post, and it was only like, he, I don't think he could hear us say, you got to shoot, you got to shoot, but... You know, it's just, you keep getting that crowd like that, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and then you could just be like Fred Thatch. You just bank it in. Bank the three in. I'm sure he <laughs> – did he tell you – he he planned he called that, right? It. He called it? Uh, he said he did, but he <laughs> Hey, Javon, uh, thanks for hopping on with us. Good luck this year. Appreciate it. Right, thanks. Javon Best, senior guard for the Billikens. Good kid. Came over from Michigan State. He's tough, man. He's really tough. Great defender. And it's hard to describe his game, but we were watching it, and he's playing great defense, and he's not scoring a lot. And then you just look up at the end, he scored 18. He always does that. Kind of at the end of the game or the end of the day, he always ends up leading him in scoring, some way, somehow. Tony Irons was talking earlier about being a stat sheet stuffer and discussing Cameron Fletcher, their really good high school player. And I feel like both Javon Best and Jordan Goodwin are kind of Similar in the fact that after the game, when you check the box score, they always have like three or four of everything. You know, steals, assists, rebounds. They just kind of do everything well. It's just one of those players that you can kind of mix and match and play different positions and plays defense. You know, I mentioned I was sitting in the stands at that game. I was sitting right behind Jordan Goodwin's mom. And you say, hey, man. And so just briefly at the beginning, he's like, hey, Channel 2, how you doing? And she was waiting. It's interesting because Jordan would like make a bucket or whatever, and I'd see him look up at his mom. But my buddy sitting, I don't think picked up on it right away. So maybe there was a turnover by good. He's like, oh, jeez. Oh, and I'm like, oh. I'm elbowing him. I'm like, <laughs> <clears throat> hey, that's okay. You uh, you were fouled on that play. Get him off the team. Come yeah. on, ref. Stop. Hey, ref. Hey, zebra. Hey, call it both ways. <laughs> Get off Jordan. Uh, hey, you on. on the payroll? It was fun to see how excited she got. And she was standing up the whole time. I wasn't. I'm older, you know. So I was seated for parts of the game. Wow, you're so old you can't stand up at a basketball game? I'm I'm kidding. You're one of those guys now. I'm kidding, but she was standing up a lot, and I was like, it's fine. Do you yell at people when they stand up in front of your games? Never, ever. I hate those those people that yell. I do hate people that cut in in the hockey when you don't wait your turn. That's fair. But no, what I'm saying is it was fun to watch her genuine enthusiasm for her son. How old are you, about 52, 3? 50. 50 on the dot? Yes. You thought he was 52? Jeez. Do we have a big party for you? No. Why not? I, w- I just said. Hold I'll... on a second. Well, let's have a belated you're just now 50th party. This out? I thought you were like Stumbles 52. Our trip to Fast Daddy's will be a no. belated 50th party for Martin Kilcoy. So we could have done a huge 50th birthday party on St. Patrick's Day. We Last missed year? it. No, we, we had, had nice... something, but we weren't invited. No, we went with the family. We all had a big dinner. We went down to the Tenderloin Room. My sister okay. and brother and I had a night. But, and Kim said, all your friends are calling. They all want to do something. I said, I've had an, I had a big 30th. I had a big 40th. I said, I don't need it. I Martin get it. Martin hates his friends. That's a miss, it. man. No. I don't want to we'll see it. Well, when Chuck turns 40, I'll put all my energy into that. Charlie, right. it's all marketing. You have a big party for the first anniversary of his 50th birthday. Anniversary. It's all there marketing, Charlie. No, but I, I was joking about being old and sitting there. What I was, She was standing up a lot, but I wasn't bothered by it because it's her And you're son. behind her going, like, it wasn't that big of a play. You yeah. can sit back down. I hey, was going to happened? support you, though, because <laughs> on Friday, we're at Champions Village. And I went out there without properly stretching and took about 100 baseball swings. So I wake up Saturday, I'm like, my left calf was barking, Mm -hmm. my right shoulder hurt, and I'm like, man, I'm really old and out of shape. Then we go to this this football game, Big Ten Championship game. I drive four hours to— We get uh, it. You have a car. I have a car. 
drive to Indy. So you're kind of in the car and you're you know you're get you're tightening up. And then I didn't necessarily pay the most money for the seats. We we basically had the third to last row of of the entire stadium at Lucas Oil. So going down mostly to get beers, but also to go to the restroom, which we probably did, I don't know, five or six times, walking up stairs, just like ridiculous. And then I'd get to the top and I'm like, like, I'm embarrassed at how I was kind of out of breath. And the (laughs) next day I'm like, okay, I took like 100 baseball swings. I climbed some stairs at a game. I'm only 36 years old. I shouldn't feel like this. Wait, you're 36? Hold on a second. I thought you were 40. Yeah, I thought you were 40. Did we not have a party? I almost texted you on Saturday. Because on Friday, I rake leaves. Because you were talking about how you had a great work. We were talking to Coach Leo, and you are saying, yeah, I got a great workout. Trunk rotation. Said, I did a bunch of leaf work. So I went home on Friday, and I raked a bunch of leaves. And then on Saturday, my back was killing me. My whole body hurt. And I'm like, stupid Chuck, stupid leaves. But don't you feel better? You go out, rake leaves for an hour or so. You get a nice little sweat. the next day. All right. Yeah. Maybe right. stretch out a little bit. to get to. We've got to take a quick break here. We're doing the end of the day a little bit early in case you plan your day around it. My buddy Scott Hummel is going to come by. Our little haven. They plan their day around it. It's like Jober's jokes of the week. Well, don't put it in that category. (laughs) I'm saying people plan their week, (laughs) their day around that segment. We got a lot of people that are working hard. We've established that. And when we take a segment and we move the time on it, I don't want it to throw off their whole rhythm of the day. And again, that's that's the point. Look, there are the hardworking people, the doctors, the nurses, the police officers, the EMS, hopefully. With our stupidity on the radio, we give them just a little bit of entertainment as they're doing the serious things while we're not. Great sponsor of this program, Offenberg Hyundai. How much fun would that be for the holidays? Go over there, get a new car, put a big bow on. I'm sure Matt and the team will find the bow for you. Get yourself a brand new car, maybe a lease deal. Find out what year-end deals are available. OffenbergHyundai.com. They're in O'Fallon, Illinois. It's Highway 64 right across the bridge. Some people call it the uh, Poplar. You can call it the Bernard F. Dickman. I think it has a third name. Anyway, Highway 64, easy to get to from downtown. Greenmount Road, the exit O'Fallon, Illinois. They were the original Hyundai dealer. More importantly, they lead in customer satisfaction. It's the Offenberg name, which means great service, and Hyundai, which means great cars. OffenbergHyundai.com. And a big boy busting and screaming at his girlfriend, waving 